When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nice article in the Managing Madrid uh, blog. They're wonderful lads that do a great job there. And worth reading about that man there. So he ended up almost looking like a 6-3-1 some very good writing about that on the Managing Madrid website frustrate podcast as well of course Pere Valverde was a huge part of the equation Hello and welcome I'm back after a little bit of a hiatus um, I'm joined today by Ridium Yes, thank you for having me Yeah and uh, Ruben is in work, I presume. I did text Sam for vibes, but uh, he has also some stuff on and uh, isn't back till later this evening. So he goes another week without appearing. One day he'll show up. Uh, after I'd say after a really big win, a really important win, we'll get Sam on. All four of us will be on. But for now, mm-hmm. it's just the two of us. We are going to talk about the last two games. I forgot completely forgot that Castilla played over the weekend as well. Um, yeah. That was a draw, I'm pretty certain. I think so. Against Leonessa and then Maya Honda today, which we, to my surprise, won 2 1. Because for 75 minutes of that this game that we've just watched, I didn't think Castilla were going to get anything out of it. And then two goals and literally 90 seconds, maybe less, completely yeah. flips the game on its head. Um, we are obviously talking about it on. On our chat and just before we hit record about the shape, which was a uh, again, I I Raúl is not a very shape disciplined coach. He kind of just throws out players that he likes and hopes things work out. <laughs> but, uh, definitely today it seemed that the substitutes made the difference in terms of uh, we started playing. We were, I have it as a four two three one at the end. Yeah, at the end it was four two three one. Right. And I think when he starts, I think that was his image of how we would play at the start. But he picked a load of players that just didn't particularly enjoy that sort of game. I'm not (laughs) quite sure. Um, 
yeah, some strange selection choices, but his substitute certainly paid off. Um, I don't know. Any any thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, I don't think Peter Federico should be playing as a as a wing back. If I'm honest, like he's, he's just not persisted very with that for two two three years. He's killed the attacking game that Peter once had by persisting with uh, <laughs> um, him as a wing back. God only knows why. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see that like you know defensive acumen that a winger a wing back should have. Um, I don't know. Like he just keeps playing him there hoping for the best it doesn't work out he's like you know subs him up at half uh, at half time and then mm. brings on I don't, an actual I, left back the sense i get is that he doesn't want to bench him which is uh admirable but when you i would prefer him benched than playing on the being on the pitch in the wrong position because it just seems to do more damage to his confidence than anything yeah i think the game before uh this weekend's game he had one of his better performances, but then he plays a different position now and everything just, you know, everything changes yeah. when he gets subbed off. His confidence is uh, affected as well, I guess. Yeah, um, I also know, I've noticed that everyone was quite frustrated that Oberdor didn't play from the start. I haven't, like, the last two games have been the most recent Castilla games I've seen. And then I haven't seen any since, ooh, it's been a while. I don't want to. Say, so, I don't think I want to say the date because I'll, I'll shame myself, and no I one will listen to the, the podcast date. anymore. Yeah, I have an idea too, but uh, <laughs> obviously Oberdor is stealing the headline still. He was pretty good when I last touched base with Castilla, and it doesn't seem like it's changed. Yeah, he's been very. I, I didn't watch the last game on the weekend. I um I did watch the one before, and whenever he plays, he's pretty good on the left he's very fast like very fast yeah i don't like the game over the weekend wasn't really anything to write home about it was actually it was looking like we were going to do it for two games in a row where we would just kind of be a bit flat we were flat over the weekend and i thought you know up until everything flipped i thought we were it was a similar performance against my honda things just weren't really going our way and then, mm-hmm. like I said, substitutes came on. Some like I, you, do, I forget how much depth this team has. But Alvaro Rodriguez, Oscar Aranda, all players who could, uh, I think, any other generation of Castilla, they would be starting. But because uh, of the, I don't know. Some in some cases, I suppose with Aranda, I don't really know why he doesn't start. But came on and really did flip the game on its head. Um, in terms of giving Castilla a bit more shape, Rodriguez scored the eventual winner. Um, Martin assisted. I don't want to say he assisted the Dotorgo. Uh, um, no, it was Vinicius Tobias. Yeah, Vinicius Tobias. Yeah, it was a good pass as well. I forgot. It's a very good pass. You see, the thing I keep seeing the angle that Dotor scored from was like, I still can't believe that he was able to do it. <laughs> it looked like it looked. It looked like all sense would say cross it and let someone else score but uh not dotor no <laughs> i think the keeping was uh, a bit questionable yeah well. it was very suspect and the defending for the second <laughs> one was very suspect as well the cross just kind of floated in front of the defender and the goalkeeper and they didn't do much about it until it was too late yeah um, i think my Honda will definitely be kicking themselves that they didn't have this game won mm, kind of like the psg game you know yeah, just... for sure. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I don't like that. Let me see. Any other talking points? I was quite impressed with Mario Luis. Um, hmm. I'm okay. used to having a less set of steady hands and goals for Castilla than Mario Luis. <laughs> but he, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's a very confident player. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of him at first, but uh, he's he's grown on me. He's grown on me. And uh, yeah, I think he's he's very good on the ball, but he's a bit like, I don't know. He just feels like he's short, even though he's not really short. I don't know. Yeah. He had a strange dress sense today. He decided <laughs> to pair a blue jersey with orange shorts. Yeah. It kind of it, it kind of hurt my eyes whenever the camera zoomed in on him. Um, yeah. I need to like recap on culture and the Alessa a bit. It was such a like nothing event. It was such a non-event in terms of a game. Uh, especially considering the form that Castilla were coming in, I was expecting a little bit more. Uh, yes, Peter scored. That was a surprise for me. It was. A, I, w- oh. I think I've said it before on a podcast, but Peter is. Ever since he was moved to wing back, he stopped taking shots that I know when he broke out with the f- reserves, he had the capacity of doing so and scoring from. He always had a very good shot on him, and the last two seasons when Raul has kind of persisted with this wing-back rubbish, he's just stopped doing that. He doesn't have the confidence anymore. And uh, I think over the weekend he scored a goal, which was reminiscent of what he used to be. But like you said, he keeps being switched around to different positions that um, it's hard for him to build any sort of momentum. Yeah, even when he plays as a as a, as a forward, um, he doesn't really take that many shots. And when he does, I think... I, I've seen so many shots that he's just skied when he has the potential to actually, like, you know, uh, make a composed finish and score. Like, it just. Yeah, it was something in the. Uh, when me and Ruben did the podcast in Madrid, I think I mentioned. But when you're sitting in the stands and you're able to see behind the player in the sort of space that's opening up for him, uh, it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's worse to see him sky them when you know he can score it, but. Uh, Seeing him not do it at all is kind of heartbreaking and where his confidence is. Um, I don't yeah. know where we are in the table. We are second, apparently, which is crazy considering how we started the year. Nine games unbeaten. I don't think we've had a... I think that outdoes even some of Solari's best streaks. Hmm. Um, are we only second because uh, Alcorco haven't played a game? Probably. Yeah, especially with these early kickoffs, that's usually what happens. Um, but still, I mean, that's nine, the nine games is pretty impressive. I don't, I've never seen a Castilla side put a run like that together before. Yeah, it's been it's been wild. It's like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting them to play the way that they're playing right now. Uh, especially after, like you said, the way they started the season, it was pretty bad. Yeah, well, I suppose the um, it was a shock how we started because we did myself and Ruben anyways were quite high on the potential of this team going into the campaign saying that I don't think either of us would have predicted um to be putting up a run like we are now I'm trying to get like an updated view of this table it's a nightmare though because then no website updates it properly (laughs) um 
according to Google, uh, Castilla haven't played their game yet. So it's, just, it's 14 yeah. games played. BD football is the same. Mm. Um, but I suppose the big thing for us is two points clear of that. Um, two points clear of sixth, which is just below the last promotion spot. Um, that was before this game was played. So it really will depend on how other results go and where we end up at the end of the day. But you can't complain for sure. Like it's it's crazy. And what's crazy to me is that we were looking we've been looking over our shoulder in recent matches over the relegation zone, and it's just these nine games have been able to put it away. Um being able to keep up this sort of form is the sort of thing we've been asking from Castilla to put together in terms of a promotion run since Raul took over, and he's never been able to do it. This is um like comfortably his best run as a coach during a season that I thought he was going to be. <laughs> we were going to see a down year because um, he just didn't seem to be finding the oomph that his team had in the second, that pr- original promotion runoff a couple of years ago. Um, and a harder group as well, in my opinion. Some really big yeah. names in there. Um, we can have no complaints, which is a shame because they usually uh, prolong the <laughs> podcast a bit more. <laughs> and there's no news when there's good news. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just like I, like you said, I wasn't expecting. Um, I was expecting Castilla to play to to play the way they're playing, and it's just been really good to see like Raúl finally have a group of like really trusted guys and see them deliver every single game. Like a lot of Rodriguez, who scored the winner today, and. Even though he didn't start, uh, he is probably Raul's preferred striker because yes. he starts like every single game. Uh, well, he's Raul... the sort of build that Raul always kind of gravitates towards with strikers. Yeah, who was the who was the striker last season that, that was kind of like tall and I don't remember his name. He he got sold or loaned, I think. I can find out pretty quickly now. Mm. Latasa. Nice. Yeah, Latasa. Yeah. I think he he's also for, he's playing for Getafe now. Yeah, yeah. He is playing for Getafe. Mm. <laughs> what a weird little substitution. Anyways, um, got such a weird career path. I think I thought it was a weird move when it happened. I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, Latasa was that. Latasa wasn't as tall as Alvaro Rodriguez was, but um, yeah, similar similar playing style. It's mm-hmm. very strange to see a coach so um like up until the four how you score the goals how kind of modern and i suppose spanish based uh, kind of spanish view of the game that raul has until you get to the striker and then he's <laughs> the kind of lump it into the box and hope the guy headers it in sort of yeah. coach which is weird because zidane was the same but zidane waited until uh he was first team coach to implement that yeah so I don't know. It's the same with the position thing, where we. It seems like Castilla coaches love to put players in positions where they really shouldn't be. Mm. Um, I remember who was it? what was his name? Solari did it famously with one guy, um, <laughs> who's playing in Mexico now, but he had scored like twenty goals previous year. Solari decided that he should be a winger or a midfielder and just killed him as a player. <laughs> Franchu as well. No, um, of. Uh, Fusilier, one of our best wingers, got played as a fullback as well. It seems to happen all the time. We put wingers at fullback. Yeah, it's just kind of odd. 
it's, a, it's an odd trend. I don't think it should like continue, but you know, Rao does what he wants. Also, do you want to know something very interesting? Go on. Uh, Alcorcon, I think that's how you pronounce their name. They lost their game against Unionistas. So we're actually second now. We're properly second. Okay, yeah. that's good. They lost 2-1. a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's wild. Yeah, they lost... Because uh, um, I know like when Sam does chime in on our group chat, one of the things he did say was Alcorn will probably run away with it. So, uh, <laughs> like, if he, it's one of those strange things that only Sam Sharp knows in terms of what teams are good in the third division. But uh, <laughs> that's um, good news. I'm surprised by Deportivo Lacaruni not really pushing on. Yeah, they're fifth right now. Yeah, which I thought is, I think it's kind of poor. I'm looking forward to playing them. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be weird. It's going to be really um, weird. Yeah. I remember I don't, the first team used to play them so many times. Like, yeah, it's going to be odd. Know, it's, it, I, the last time I've seen a game at their stadium, it was like a 6 2 in 16 17, where the, we had those, like, we had a weird thing where there was two, we had two, <laughs> two starting 11s that could put away anybody. Oh. I um bro, great times. <laughs> yeah, shout out to those days. I want to talk yeah. about Vinicius a bit because I got I watched him. We were talking about him just before we hit record, and uh, I don't know. I have a great connection with Vinicius because I've seen him since almost the start. Mm-hmm. Like I said to you, I saw the game where he got bit in the head, and I seen a game where he got sent off against Celta Vigo B. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it's just bizarre to see how far he's like come as a player um, to what he is now, and how I like the. I think it was the third goal they scored against South Korea. He like crossed the ball into a bot into a space where he didn't know he knew the player would arrive, but hadn't <laughs> done so yet. And it's like this parallel between the player who couldn't put the ball in, at the feet of a player who was already there. Um, just completely flipped. Um, I like I, I. Obviously, we can put Ancelotti in some sort of credit for that. Seems to have happened while he was in charge. But I don't like something must have changed drastically for Vinicius just to have the put it together like he has. Yeah, I mean, it's not just like everyone says it's the confidence. It's I. I don't think it's just the confidence. Like he's taking leaps as a player. It's not just that he's started taking better shots and is calmer in front of goal. It's not just that. His decision-making has been so much better since his first first three seasons. And I think it's like, yeah, confidence does play a part, but he's improved a lot as a player as well. And I don't think that enough people are talking about it. I think if you continue, if Brazil, like we fancy Brazil to win it, me and you anyways, I'm not sure about Ruben. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like if he continues in the form that he showed and, the group stages in phases and especially that game yesterday like i don't know like in terms of his what he's going to achieve in his career i'm not sure what the glass ceiling is anymore <laughs> i thought that with vinicius i think the conversation was always like he wasn't the most of the three he was the least exciting for us um watching him play it in the reserve level and mm. um i don't think the idea that he would score a winner at champions league final and also like 
being a team that could win a World Cup was ever on the table. <laughs> you know, it's not something. It's not so. It's not an expectation you put at the feet of a player. I think with the Champions League final, you would have hoped he would have been able to do it. But the fact that he's doing it now is just mind-numbing to me. Yeah, I mean, he's not just in the team. He's actually like a really big part of it because so much of their attack goes through the left because Neymar's on the left. Vinicius is also on the left, so they combine really well, and it's just really like wholesome to see it, man. Like, yeah, he was the he's the youngest Brazilian goal scorer at a World Cup since Neymar. Wow, wow, which is wild. It is wild. Not, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I don't think I have much else to say. It's a short one today, but they do happen. You just kind of go yeah. through run through of them, and then that's it. Um, I have to check what. Castilla's next game is. See if it's. Hmm. Let me see. Castilla. Alvera. Yeah. Alvera. Yeah. You know, after all the rifting we've done, I guarantee you they'll lose it. I huh? put my house on it. I said, after all the rifting we've done on how good they are, they'll lose the next game. They might lose the next game. <laughs> That's what they do. That's every time. Every time this pod gets positive about them, they go and lose the next game. Yeah. Yeah, you've Although seen the know. meme, right? This is what he does. <laughs> nine matches in, on a row. And it's, uh, yeah. maybe it's a coincidence that those nine matches came when I wasn't on the pod. <laughs> it used to happen when I did the first team for Managing Madrid. Every time I didn't watch a game, they'd win 6-2 or 5-0 or something like that. And then I'd watch a game and we'd draw 1-1. <laughs> I used to watch the games on Twitter because I thought that if I did that, they wouldn't lose. Hmm. The but good old um, superstition, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I have now many I just, of those. Now I don't mind being the jinx. I don't mind making my favorite teams lose if I watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we will see you then Saturday. We'll see who's uh, knocking around. I think it was a bad day for Ruben because it's midweek, but uh, hopefully Saturday he'll come on and ask some good questions. That's what I like about having yeah. Ruben on. He'll throw out some difficult questions that draw out the podcast by 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the, la- the last podcast I was on, he asked, he asked me like five different things about I don't even know what, and like it just confused me. I was like, okay, this, this needs some thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do your homework when he's on. Yeah, yeah, no, I learned that the hard way. Yeah, yeah, okay, right, we'll see you then. Um, until then, Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.